Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, and welcome back to the Confident Woman Podcast. Today, we're talking about a topic that I struggled with for a little bit because, well, we're women, so sometimes age freaks us out sometimes because we feel like we should be at a certain point or have done certain things by a certain age. And, you know, I don't know why or who or what or when put those expectations, I guess, on our lives of what should happen when for whoever, but it makes it pretty difficult to live up to sometimes. So it puts a lot of pressure on us. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to live life excitedly when you're constantly battling what everyone else is doing. So... Oh, yeah. I, oh my gosh, we were just talking about this recently. And yeah, I think there are the expectations we put on ourselves as well as like our society and our parents and our peers and just kind of that comparison. We're trying to catch up with what everyone else is doing. And somewhere in there, we kind of get lost in the crowd because we have this quote unquote standards that we're supposed to meet, like this checklist that we go through life. And if we're not checking off the right boxes, we're either behind or we're just kind of like not on point with our own right goals. So, yeah. So this is a um, true story, random, kind of embarrassing, but oh, well, we're about transparency. But I remember being like 24. I was right around 24 because I was living in St. Louis at the time. And I had dated like the same kid in high school forever. And we just had like this crazy breakup, whatever. So when you date someone a long time and you're that age and your friends are getting married, it's kind of like, I got to start over, you know? And I remember I lived in St. Louis. I came home from my apartment and it was around Mother's Day. And it had like on our door, like all these like fun facts about motherhood, right? And it was like the average age of a first time mother was like 24 and a half years old. And I immediately just started crying because I was like, that was about my age, super freshly just single, you know, like starting over, all that kind of stuff. And then I remember thinking like, just kind of defeated, I guess, like, well, maybe that's not a reality for me anymore because I am at that age now and family's nowhere in sight at that point, you know? So that was just kind of like, okay. Like I didn't bawl my eyes out. So, I mean, don't think I'm a crybaby. I'm just saying like it did make me a little emotional thinking about it. Yeah, I think, I I mean, similar, and if we're just going to share stories, but I kind of thought the same thing, too. Like, I did the, you know, graduate from high school, go to college, work while you're in college, get promotion after promotion, and I thought, like, that was where it was going to take me, was that I was just going to, you know, make it to the top and have this degree and then start this family and live in this White House (laughs) with a white picket fence and have this... I don't know, cookie cutter (laughs) lifestyle and husband and all this stuff. And then after I quit my job at that point, I realized like there's so much on the other side. Like there was so much freedom. And then fast forward to where I'm at now, I'm like, I don't have a white picket fence. I don't have the cookie cutter lifestyle husband. I'm not a mother. Mm -hmm. And so all these things. And it's like, but that just wasn't a one size fits all for me. Cookie cutter is boring. It is. I mean, cookies are delicious, but. True. Yes. Facts. (laughs) But no, I totally mean or get what you mean too, because I got married like later in life. I got married at 31. So that was something too, where I don't know. I just thought that like all my friends, I thought for sure when I Right before I got married, even if I was 30, if you would have asked me at that time, I would have thought for sure I'd have been, like, married with two kids by then and whatever because that's what we're told, like, that whole cookie-cutter lifestyle you were just talking about. And so I think what's crazy, though, is that 
we only see things from the perspective of the people that were around. So like as I got older and I started like growing more and, you know, traveling outside my little town more and like doing those kinds of things, you see like that's not necessarily always the case, you know, like in my small town, yeah, that was normal. But then I got out of that and I saw other women that were putting more like in today's world too, women put more their career first sometimes now more than ever, I think. I don't know. It's like this whole independent woman thing we're in right now in this world today. But like, No, I agree. And I feel like everything is changing as time change, obviously, I mean, to be expected. But I feel like now women are waiting longer to kind of become established before they, you know, kind of are ready and prepared for the next step to right. settle down, have a family, find the right person, have the right, right position in jobs and all this stuff. So everyone's kind of on their own pace. But again, when we when we feel like we're going through these checkboxes that we are then, again, comparing. Yeah. We all know how comparison right. sucks. but Ruins you. It really does. And so I, I think for me, like when you talked about travel, travel really opened up my eyes. And that was when I, when I quit my job, I started traveling and I realized, wow, there's so much more Mm -hmm. outside of like that bubble that I was living in. And then it became kind of a, a, like a lifestyle addiction at that point where I was able to, you know, my husband and I were able to go on trips and see life. And it's like, do we want to kind of follow the norm or do we want to pave our own way? Yeah, the and norm's boring. It is. <laughs> and that's where we had decided, you know, as a couple that that's maybe not our checkboxes. Right. A whole different checklist. Right. And two, also, I always think about people that are trying to keep up with that. They force things, like, kind of like what you just said. So I feel like if I would have got married sooner, like thinking about like who I was dating back in the times or whatever, like what my life would be totally different rather than staying the course and having like what was for, like just believing that what's for me will be for me and that I will have that because I couldn't imagine being married to anybody else and having that kind of partner that I have, you know what I mean? But if I would have been like, I have to get married by 28 and be like, whoever I'm with at that time, force it to happen kind of. So I guess sometimes it just takes that belief in whatever you believe in, whether it's God, universe, Buddha, whatever people believe in. For me, it's God. So it's just understanding like maybe he had a plan for me all along. So maybe I just need to relax and go at that pace and uh, trust that there's something for me there too. So and I think dude, like even just outside of relationships to a lot of us, you know, force our timeline in other ventures as well. Yeah, we so settle. Business we get settled. Whatever. Yeah. Or like the comparison for yourself too. Like I was just randomly thinking of people that weren't necessarily okay, like the Sam Walton story. Love or hate Walmart, whatever. Like the dude didn't start till fifty seven, you know? So <laughs> could you imagine like so many people you talk to now about business or starting something like people that are in fifty seven are like my time has passed. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, he didn't bite into that kind of story. So I feel like even like in the business world, I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm too whatever, I'm too this, I'm too that, where it's like you can find like examples in every single thing you're going to look for, fitness. I mean, there's my mom in my hometown was telling me she was watching the news and it had this story about this 95-year-old woman that swims and dives at the YMCA like every day, like climbs up out of the ladder and dives and swims. You know what I mean? So it's like, why do we put like these things in our mind as far as, oh, I'm old now, I can't do this or whatever, where you physically can, you know what I mean? So I don't know 
who wrote the book on what we're supposed to do, when and where, in relationships, business, fitness, the everything. Age of, the age I mean, of whatever. Miles. Even the hobbies. Some people won't like, like, you might find a new hobby like later in life, but you're like, oh, I, I don't want to dabble in anything new or whatever. And I think those are, those are the beliefs that we tell ourselves and like a bunch of lies. Cause I honestly have, mm-hmm. I have to fight these sometimes. It's just kind of like, oh, but, you know, who am I? And I'm too old to do this. And yeah, right. I think for me, like age is kind of a factor because I feel like when I kind of get into that comparison trap, I'm already seeing people that are way younger than I, like doing what I'm trying yeah. to do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but what happened there? And, you know, because we can, you know, we yeah. beat ourselves up and, and we're our own worst critic. But it's like when we start comparing that and it's kind of like now is the perfect mm-hmm. time to start. It's mm-hmm. never too late. And so whether you want to start that job or career, go do it. Whether you want to wait to get married, do it. Whether you do or you don't want to start a family, that's on you. And I always just say like, trek your own course because you don't know what's going to happen. And the longer we wait and wait for the perfect opportunity, that'll never happen. Right. So just do it. And I think too, a lot of things that we're comparing ourselves to with where we're at in our life, we're always usually using social media, people that we know that we can see from afar, but we're not close to them, you know? And so we're taking an entire story of somebody else that's completely, we have no context to it whatsoever. We're just seeing whatever and we make our own conclusion about whatever. I also notice even like in business, there's times where you feel like you've done something for a certain amount of time. So you should be at point whatever, but you see other people hit it, like get further faster, I guess. And I had to have a conversation with myself one time where I was like beating myself up because, and then I noticed I was almost like resenting success because my attitude towards seeing someone successful was not good. Jealous, envious, kind, you know what I mean? Just why them, not me? So subconsciously, of course, my mind's like, well, success sucks. We don't want that because mentally I have all these terrible feelings toward it. And I had to realize like all these people that I was seeing that maybe were hitting a result or hitting something faster than I was, I have no idea what their life's like. I have no idea how they came to the starting line. They may have failed in business for 10 years. And in that 10 years of them failing and over and over and over again, they learned and gained more skill and value and things that they could bring so that when they did start doing X, Y, Z, they could move faster because they had all this 10 years of experience and failing where I'm comparing that to my shorter timeline. Yeah, I think you know? we we do that because we, again, especially on social media, we're on the outside looking in. We don't ever know anyone's story. We only know what they share. We don't know their paths. We don't know their failures. We don't know what they fight every single day to overcome. Right. And I think that's why, I mean, you and I, we were both, we want to bring to the table transparency because I'm all about just showing the failures and successes yeah. because that's all part of life. We never want to give the perception that we have it all together because mm-hmm. we don't. And every single day, I mean, even right before, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but uh, full disclosure, like right before today, I mean, I just kind of had a breakdown. And even mm-hmm. last night I had a breakdown because it's like we get in our own heads and it's like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and so we have to fight that. But it's like we can't compare that to somebody else. And there is no checkbox for where you're at on a daily. And there is no how to guide yeah. to overcome everything. So it's kind of like we just have to go through it. And then pick ourselves up and like, what did we learn from this? What are we, what are we resisting right now? Like yeah. what, obviously when there's like 
this hardship or like a struggle, there's something that we have to break through. And so that's just like, for me, like, it's not just about checking the boxes, a certain age or, you know, where I'm at in life because mm-hmm. it's all part of life. That's yeah. the beauty of it, figuring it out as you go. And sometimes I think we can just use that as an excuse. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's a just, crutch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, why do you want to be like everybody else anyway, you know, or, you know, people, yeah. Oh, well, it's okay that I'm here because they're here or whatever. It's something that, that's a pet peeve of mine. But it's like, yeah, I mean, we all have different purposes, uniques, gifts, talents, things that we're blessed with that we can do. And that's a pet peeve of mine too, which we could get into a whole nother thing sometime. But I feel like people like kind of are forced into a kind of that box almost like in college, like you're going to go to college, get good grades, get out, work one job for 40, 50, 60 70 years today. I don't know. But it's just kind of like, that's like a social norm. And so if you ever, sometimes if like, I'll be around college age kids or kids in their twenties. And if you even mention the idea of like not going to college or being in college, it's like blasphemy, but it's like, we're just so conditioned. Like that's normal. That's what everybody does. This is like, you know, that's how I grew up. It wasn't, are you going to college? It's which one are you going to? And like, oh, so it's just like that standard that's set for us, like almost like predetermined from the time we're a child. Like I remember my mom even telling me like, these are a list of great, I was in fourth grade telling people I wanted to be an anesthesiologist because my, I didn't even know how to spell that or what it really did. (laughs) All I knew is it sounded cool, A, and B, like that was something my mom told me was like, oh yeah, you make a lot of good money as an anesthesiologist. So like here I am in fourth grade saying that's what I want to do. But so it's like all these things are put in our mind that we should do whatever, before we can even decide for ourselves. And then I think nobody decides their things for themselves after that. Exactly. And it's kind of like we're setting that, you know, the the expectation that at such a young age, you should already commit to something that, you know, you don't even know who you are at that age. Right. And I think we're all kind of going through that every single day. I mean, I ask myself every day, like, who am I? Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to start or create or add? You know, what can I do actually? And so it's kind of just reframing and just shifting what we're able to do and focus on what we can do. And it's funny when you said that. I mean, when I was young, I wanted to be an archaeologist. Oh, wow. I don't know. I think Indiana I just played Jones? in the dirt way too long. And I we we lived, where we lived, our property was older, so it was pretty cool. As kids, we would go play in the dirt and we'd uncover, like, broken pieces of pottery. <laughs> and, I mean, it was just something this I was like— This is worth millions. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be an archaeologist because I thought the discovery and of, like, just finding things yeah. was really, really cool. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I'd be, like, uncovering some Egyptian tombs or something yeah. nowadays. But, maybe. I mean— it's you're finding your passions as you go through life. So exactly, I don't know. It's it's fun. Just yeah. go through it. <laughs> Experience. And like when you started talking, I was thinking of that like Albert Einstein quote. That's like if you determine someone's intelligence, but like a bird's intelligence by their ability to climb a tree, like that kind of stuff. So I would say bottom line is just figure out what your individual goal, like talents and passions, and per, like what you believe propels you forward or drives you or what you get excited about and build a life around that. Build a life around what excites you, motivates you, makes you feel alive. And then don't put a timeline on it because there's so many people at so many different ages, levels, whatever, all throughout the world that are doing amazing things. So if they can do that, there's no reason why you can't either. Just take that time to figure it out. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. 
Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thank you so much.